0: here for uh, the kickoff of our 80th year anniversary celebration, which will be kind of going on through the year in a number of events. Um, I'm Ismael Guerrero, the executive director at the Denver Housing Authority. Um, So on behalf of all of us at DHA, thank you so much for coming out and celebrating with us. (laughs) Welcome to the show. And uh, we're here with our uh, co-host, Mayor Hancock, um, and really uh, want to share that you all are the guests of honor. Um, Everybody here in this room, uh, whether you're with the city, one of our board members, past or present, um, financial partners, state reps, congressional delegations, city council, HUD. DHA staff or residents, um, everybody in this room has a piece of DHA's history uh, that you've made happen and that you're you're a part of. So this celebration and everything we're doing here is really for you um, and for all that you've done uh, to make DHA a great place. Um, I got to say, I'm really fortunate to have uh, the best housing authority team in the country. Yeah, let's give it up for them. Uh, And every day. What we do and and why we do it is not for the accolades or the awards. Um, It's really what motivates this all-star team uh, to do what they do in the best possible way is that we do it all for our residents uh, and the residents of, of DHA around the city. We wouldn't have the success that we do without the commitment and participation of our resident leaders. Um, many of them who are sitting right here in front, uh, from our resident council board, from our local resident councils. If you're one of our resident leaders, raise your hand, please. And everybody in the room, please join me. We have the best resident leaders in the country as well. With that, um, I want to uh, bring up to the stage somebody who really needs no introduction, but who has a long history with the housing authority as well, from resident to employee to now you know, our, our leader at the city through the mayor's office, um, who appoints our board, but really provides the leadership, the guidance, the, the motivation, and inspiration for so much of what we do around the city. Uh, please give a warm welcome to Mayor Hancock. <laughs> thank, you, thank,
1: you.
2: thank you all. Thank you so much. Let me, first of all, um, celebrate Ishmael Guerrero, who is without question, in my estimation, the best CEO of a housing authority in the entire United States of America. Now, Now, let me say this. People get up and we will say things like that. Not really meaning it because you're looking for the cheap applause. (laughs) But I have traveled this country. I have been in housing authorities. I've been in the secretary's office at HUD. I want you to know we have the best executive director of a housing authority in the entire United States of America. I want to thank Councilwoman Robin Kanish, who you're going to hear from in just a moment. Also, we have uh, Councilman Paul Lopez here as well, uh, somewhere in the audience with his lovely daughter. I want to thank the members of City Council. If I missed anyone else who's here, we want to celebrate City Council uh, for the hard work that they do. I also want to acknowledge the residents who are here. And thank you for your leadership within the uh, the authority and what you do to make sure that the quality of life of the residents uh, is looked after. Um, because it's your engagement with Ishmael and his office helped to secure and make sure that they we never forget that we are dealing with people here. Let me also acknowledge a dear friend. Uh, I see Tim Sandals, a former city councilman, who also runs our National Western, uh, uh, excuse me, our North Denver Cornerstone Collaborative for the City of Denver. But also here is Kevin Marchman, who was the Executive Director of the Housing Authority when he he made the very important, but yet the best decision of his life was to hire me onto his staff. (laughs) No, truthfully, Kevin was a young 33-year-old upstart when when the Housing Authority Board of Directors hired him. And he brought such energy and vigor to the job but let me tell you about the evolution of the Housing Authority. I did grow up in public housing. At the age of eight, we moved into public housing and it was only at that point in time in my twin sister Michelle's and my life that we began to have some stability because we had moved literally six, seven times before the third grade. And we changed schools every time we moved. It was moving into public housing where we began to have some stability and both of us began to blossom in school, finally have friends that are lifelong friends even to this day. So the Housing Authority has played a prominent role in my life. But also the fact that the Housing Authority um, hired me when I was just a 23-year-old upstart. And I was put in charge of developing and managing resident resident councils and youth councils. There were like 11,000 children between the ages of 5 and 18 in public housing. And my job was to do programming for them. And Stella Madrid, who was my boss, just reminded me when I took some of our, uh, some of our residents to Las Vegas to play a basketball game, play, play in a basketball tournament. I lost a couple of them, um, not the games, kids. <laughs> you know, I was 24 years old, first time in Vegas. I was going to have a good time. <laughs> they didn't stay in their room, but it, it has, it has been a phenomenal experience. But here's what it left me with. So and this is what I want to share with you tonight. It was in the 1980s under Kevin's leadership and Ishmael and his team have carried us on when Denver Housing Authority broke really the, the cement walls and ceilings and floors and said, we're not dealing with projects. We're dealing with people. Right. These are not projects these are people <laughs> to the point where we were instructed we don't use the term projects anymore we talk about people and the souls and the lives that are in, that are inherent in our public housing units not too long ago i went to an event where some some benefactor stood up and he kept talking about I, so we, she was living in the projects and she did this in the projects. And it graded me to the point where after he got done speaking, I pulled him aside and said, we don't say projects in Denver. These are people, these are our residents, these are our citizens. And by humanizing the people and the real objective of the housing authority, we began to do the things that Ishmael is doing that are now models around the country, building communities that seems seamless. We no longer have Lincoln Park homes or North Lincoln Park homes that are controlled by one thermostat. These are human beings that we want to house in dignity. And so today, on its 80th birthday, I am proud to stand up and say, I am a Denver Housing Authority resident and proud of it. I'm proud to come from an institution that lifted me up as a human being. And Ishmael, you and your team have really done a phenomenal job. We're excited about what's about to happen at Sun Valley. We're excited about what you did at the Mariposa Development. We're excited that you have breathed into these developments hope and integrity and true sense of community. As I close, I want you to know, I'll never forget one assignment that Kevin gave me when I worked for him, and that was, I was to drive some visitors from Chicago Housing Authority around Denver and show them our developments. Now, I had yet to be, our visit Cabrini Green. And so I'm taking them around and I'm showing them developments, and I think we went over to, I don't know, Park Avenue West and uh, you know different Columbine home, Westwood, and finally, one of the guys in Christ says, I want to see your very worst development. I oh, know he said projects. And I said, well, we don't call them projects here. We call them developments, and these are people. He says, okay, well, take me to the developments where your people live, and I want to see the worst ones you have. <laughs> and I took him over to Curtis Park. And I pulled up, and he looked at me, and he said, where, where are they? I said, they're right here. This is it. And he looked at me and he said, dude, I live in stuff like this. <laughs> I said, well, that's just how we do it in Denver. We house people with dignity. And if I won't live in it, I shouldn't expect anyone to live in it. And so thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Ishmael. Thank you the entire team, Stella Madrid, who hired me, who really supervised me, taught me how to write taught me how to express myself, how to put together programs. Thank you, Stella Madrid, for all that you did. She's still there, making it happen. And I am very, very, very proud to stand here and wish Denver Housing Authority, excuse me, the Housing Authority of the City and County of Denver, a very happy 80th birthday. See, I never forgot any of that, Kevin. With that, I am proud to bring to the podium uh, someone even before she was elected. And that's how I think you ultimately measure someone. Before you had a title, what did you do? Um, she stood in the gap. She's, she is one of the most vocal and ardent uh, proponents for affordable housing, accessible housing for Denver residents. She is a champion for the underserved and overlooked, uh, the neglected of our city. And uh, I'm excited to bring her to this podium. Let's give it up to uh, Councilwoman-at-Large, the Honorable Robin Kanish.
1: birthday to DHA. Before I switch to DHA I just want to say thank you for the invitation and I want to just comment for a minute on the mayor because I get to travel the country a lot too and there are many cities with housing authorities that are legally separate from the mayor's office and I can tell you that they don't all work like this pair does. Um, Our mayor is never turfy. He doesn't care whose innovative idea it is. He doesn't care who's in the room putting it together. If it's a good idea, he gets behind it and wants to support it. And so there may be cities with more money than us, or there may be cities that have you know, different opportunities because they have different laws than us. But I will say that I think that the things I'm going to talk about, the things that have been talked about in terms of what this housing authority has been able to do have been made possible by having mayors who are really supportive, like Mayor Hancock has been, and so open in this partnership. And it makes a big difference. So I just want to thank you, Mayor. So we all have a theme tonight. We didn't consult, but um, I was thinking about, I come from a family. um, My parents were union members and factories and construction workers, and and there's an old saying that the union is the workers, right? It's not some third party thing, it's the workers. And, And over across the street, we have the web building, and on the wall, it says, what is the city but the people, right? And so I was thinking about this. What is the housing? The housing is the families. Right, it's not the buildings that contain them; it is the families. So, just as, as as both Ishmael and the mayor have mentioned, and I think in this case, it's also all of the partners. It's those who built it, those who staff it, those who have made it possible. The board members, right? So, so there is this infrastructure of people that is this Denver Housing Authority and you know during its 80 years if you haven't seen the history over here it's really it's really amazing but i think in the in the beginning right what it did was it housed people in those buildings and it thought a lot, a lot about those people and about those families but what i think is amazing about the evolution is how very dependent our city has become on the housing authority not just for who lives within its walls but for how it integrates into our community so i think about neighborhoods no longer does the Housing Authority just think about the family and the and the building and the home, but they think about what's near it. Is there a grocery store? Are the kids at a school that's integrated with kids from different backgrounds? They think about the diversity of their families and what they need. They may speak different languages and they may be refugees from different countries or have different backgrounds. So. What kind of community, what kind of transit do they need to get around? And so this housing authority has gone from planning homes to planning entire neighborhoods in places like Sun Valley, and places like La Alma. And I think that that is something that hasn't just transformed the lives of the people who live there but it's transformed entire communities that now live more integrated, that maybe have a restaurant like the Osage Cafe that they didn't have before, that even folks who don't live in the housing authority's housing can benefit from. And then I think about the ways that we have become so dependent on the expertise of this housing authority. I, in, I'm in my seventh year on council, and um, one of those things you were never sure you were going to see get done was to see new affordable housing near Union Station. Now, DHA didn't officially build that affordable housing, but they brought this expertise to folks who were not sure if they could do it and helped bring it together. And then they brought in some whatever magic financing thing they do, where they put their name on something and then it all works. I I, I don't know what you call that, but I call it the magic thing that DHA does. But there is now affordable housing right near Union Station that would never have been possible without this housing authority, even though they didn't build it and they don't own it. And that story repeats itself. So you know, as we've looked at housing policy conversations, we have a housing fund in Denver, and it was this executive director, Ishmael Guerrero, who was at the table as we were thinking about that policy and that funding source and how it needed to work. Every important conversation about housing that has happened in this city in the last decade has involved the expertise and input of this housing authority. So the impact, not just the building, not just the neighborhood, The entire city, the infrastructure that we use to help support folks who are struggling throughout the city, this housing authority is made possible. And I know there are a lot of other partners in this room, and I just want to shout out to them. The housing authority sits at a table called the neighborhood development collaborative with a number of other community development corporations. So they are collaborators, right? Again, this does not trust me. This does not happen in every city, right? Resources are tight, and so when you have folks who are all dependent on the same resources sitting together and working together to have a common voice, that's powerful. So if you're from a community development corporation and you're in the room, if you're from other nonprofit partners, the the public schools you've partnered with, you have brought in music and arts, youth on record. I could go on and on, Mental Health Center of Denver, so many partners who have become integral into how you think not just about who lives in the housing, not just about the neighborhood, not just about the city, but about the heart and the soul and the culture and the mental health and the wellness of everybody. That's holistic. That is an evolution that is so much for all of us to be proud of, but particularly this team that makes it all possible. And again, the families. The families who, in some cases, might be towards the end of their life as seniors, and this is their last stop. This is their home and their comfort. Or maybe they're in a rough time for the first time in their lives, like our mayor's family, and they're going to take a step up, and they're going to get to that next level. Or maybe they're in between, right? Maybe they have a disability and they have a long life ahead of them, but they are on a fixed income. No matter what walk of life brings someone to this housing, we appreciate the housing, but we appreciate you, the stories, and the contributions you make to our communities. So thank you to the residents, thank you to the staff, to all of these partners, and happy birthday.
0: Both. Can you put another round of applause for both Mayor Hancock and Councilman Kenish?